0: what's going on trophy kids it is the trophy kids college show this is a real 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 quick one we're not doing anything crazy i recorded this right before i had had to head to the xavier game um tim and dante weren't able to join me this week so it's just me i'm just kind of rolling through some games sprinting some things off the brain real quick um it's a very quick one we appreciate your listen we we'll be back in full force next week um and as always let's roll <music> and World Trophy Kids presented by Bad News Media. It is November 12th. It's going to be a quick episode. It's just me today. Uh, Tim and Dante weren't able to do a show this week, so it's just going to be the Nate Show. We're going to run through some things pretty quickly here. Um, Not a whole lot. Just want to get the picks out and kind of go from there. So um, first things first, though. The reason this is going to be so quick is I got to run. We're going to the Xavier game, a little pregame. But non-college football note. Can we all just chill on Xavier right now for the fans? Can we all just calm down on the Travis Steele uh, knife to the throat type action here? It's the first game. I understood it was a disappointing game. I left that game. I was there. Very disappointed in the effort. It did not look good. But it's a good thing to get out of the system. It's a good thing to get on film. Let's see how they improve. Um, Travis Steele, look, I- I've been kind of wishy-washy on him. Um, love his recruiting, what he's doing from a talent perspective. Hate what he's doing from a coaching perspective so far. But it's this is the year. This is the make or break year. We make the tournament. We're competitive there. All is fine. If we don't, then yeah, we need we need to look out for other options. But it's game one. Um, what do we want to see going forward? We want to see less three-point hunting. You know, we, we started out hot, but then we went cold. We got to develop an inside game. You know, Ben's been out. Um, we'll see eventually when he gets back into the rotation. It doesn't look like anytime soon. We're down free mantle, but we've got some talent down there. Let's see if we can kind of get a post game going. Let's see if we can get some dribble drive penetration um, and get some more enclosed shots and stop jacking up a ton of threes every game when we're cold. Um, you know, we're fine. Let's just see how it plays out. No harm, no foul, um, and just see. Now, let's talk about some football. Let's run through the board real quick. Let's talk Michigan-Penn Michigan, State first game on the board. Minus one and a half is the line. Um, I, this is an interesting game. If this was a night game at Penn State, this would be a whole different conversation we're about to have. But it's not. It's a new kickoff, which benefits Michigan. Michigan's in an interesting spot. They're starting to get a little banged up. We'll see how Cade looks and, and what his status will be. Um, they are down a running back, which is actually a, a pretty big concern. Um, Haskins is going to get most of the carries, I'd assume. He'll probably get like 90% of them, but that's sort of like a bowling ball approach. Um, being down Blake Horm is is a is a actually pretty decent loss. Um, but it's okay. Why is it okay? Because the Michigan offensive line should win their battles. They should be able to play a little bully ball against Penn State. At some point... Penn State is going to fold. I mean, they've had a tumultuous season. You have to wonder what the fight level is left in this team, especially with James Franklin rumored to go to other jobs and have other opportunities. So we'll see what that looks like. But I I, I like Michigan in this spot. I'm going to take Michigan at the one and a half and kind of roll with that. Um, Next game, call my shot. Every time I call my shot with this team, I love it. You already know what it is if you're a longtime listener. Syracuse versus Louisville taking Syracuse. Don't really need to talk about it. You know exactly why I'm doing it. If you've been listening to the show, if you don't, make sure you're listening and you'll know. All right, let's talk Oklahoma-Baylor. Next game on the schedule. This is a big one. Um, Look, Oklahoma is not an Oklahoma team that we're used to right now. Um, They are having some issues, but Caleb Williams has been the exact... Quarterback, they've needed to kind of run their offense. This offense is hums the best when you have a mobile threat at quarterback who can also sling it. Um, It's why they were so good with Kyle Murray and Baker Mayfield and Jalen Hurts, and that's what they needed. They weren't getting it in Rattler. They're going to get it in Caleb Williams. The future is very bright for Oklahoma and him in that offense. I'm a big fan of Alex Grinch and what they're doing on the defense. They can get got a little bit through the air, though. We know that. Their secondary is not very good. Um, But run defense wise, They're improving, and they're getting better, and they're playing a Baylor team that is playing really well. Um, Dave Aranda, the head coach there, has seemed to kind of have figured out Lincoln Riley, it appears like. Um, When he was at LSU, we know what that defense did to that Oklahoma offense. He was able to check them a little last year when Baylor played them. He seems to have something going, but their back end is a little banged up, too. Um, This is an interesting one. Depending on what you're getting for a line, if you do a little line shopping, there's five and a half out there still, I think. Um, You know, you're probably looking at more six. Oklahoma to win by a touchdown doesn't feel crazy in this spot. Um, But Baylor just, there's something about them. They play them tough. Dave Aranda has done a really good job down there Um, when it comes, or I shouldn't say down there, just a really good job from a defensive scheme point in matching. Lincoln Riley and the Oklahoma offense. And we know this is a down year for Oklahoma. Um, They're not the fourth best team in the country. Um, I think the playoff committee has got them kind of dead to rights there. Um, But, yeah, I'm not going to probably bet this game. I may have a pick. I I, got to dig into it a little bit more. I'm not ready to. I want to see kind of where the line is tomorrow. Um, I'll tweet it out on the card for sure. The gut is leaning a little bit towards Oklahoma. Um, And, yeah. That that's all I really have on that one. Um, we're moving down the board, continuing to look through it. And the next game that jumps off to me is Minnesota Iowa. This this line has been on the move. I'm getting it at a six or a five. I apologize right now, five. Um, I like Minnesota here. I like them in this spot. Iowa has come down. The defense, you know, turnovers were the thing that was keeping them up. We're seeing the frauds that they sort of are. They cannot move the ball offensively. They're going to have their backup quarterback in, which, oh, man, that's going to be rough. I like Minnesota in this spot. Um, this is a good spot. Calling the shot with Minnesota. We're going there. Purdue, Ohio State. This is interesting. Everybody's going to be on Purdue because uh, Purdue is the giant killer. They beat Iowa when they were at two. They beat Michigan State when they're at three. It is tough for college kids to go week in and week out and not die on emotions, you know, especially at these smaller programs. Now, Purdue isn't like some small program. Let's not get that twisted, but they're not in Alabama. They're not in Ohio State. You know what I'm saying here. Um, the number's 20. Ohio State has been showing some struggles, but C.J. Stroud has come into his own. He's growing into the quarterback we thought he was going to be. Um, this is a big number, though, for them to be covering. Um, I don't hate it if you threw it in, like, a teaser at 14 and a half. This, this would probably be teaser eligible. Um, but it also feels like Ohio State knows that they got to start beating the brakes off people. Um, so, yeah, that I think will play into this. Um, if you put a gun to my head and said, you got to make a pick, I'm taking Purdue um, on the 20 and a half. But <sighs> I don't love the game. Um, we'll see if it makes the final card, but that's where we're at on that one. Georgia, Tennessee. This game, people have been all over Tennessee. Georgia's the best defense in the country. It's not even close. They're the best team in the country. It's not even close. They're the only truly complete football team at this point in the season. Not even close. It's not debatable at this t- point. I'm not here to even take conversations or questions about it. Georgia is without a doubt the best team in the country. We've been saying it for a while. Um, Tennessee, though, will be the most difficult offense they will have played to this point. Hooker changes the complete dynamic of Tennessee, and that's something we've been saying for a while. Um, And with him playing, this offense has got some oomph to it. The defense has got nothing. They can't stop a nosebleed, but the offense has got some oomph to it. Hooker is a very good weapon here. He makes this offense dynamic. It makes it the offense that you want to see from Tennessee. I think Georgia could eventually struggle a little bit in this spot, but at the end of the day, they're going to do what they do, and they're just going to pour it on them, Um, and that is my take on that. Uh, there's not really too much more I, I feel like needs to be talked about there. Uh, Georgia is the most complete team in the country. They're going to show it this week, and that is that. Let's talk Texas a and old Miss. Oh, man, lines at 2.5. This is an interesting game. If Old Miss wasn't so banged up, this would be an interesting spot. But they are too banged up, I think, to stay in this game. Their defense can't stop anything nothing. And their offense is banged up at the wide receiver position. Matt Corral's dealing with an ankle injury; It's making him less mobile, less effective at what he wants to do. This is going to be the toughest defensive line they've had to play to a, to this point. This is a defense that is going to give them fits. I like Texas A&M here. They're on the card. Minus two and a half. That is a pick I am making. That is a bet I am placing this week. I like Texas A&M. As we continue down the card, Arkansas LSU Coach O's last hurrah isn't going as well as you'd like, but I don't know. I don't hate LSU here. We'll see if they still have a little fight. They're not on the card as of right now, but I don't hate it. Uh, game, I will also be betting, Notre Dame-Virginia. Notre Dame, minus 5.5. Um, Virginia's quarterback's banged up. Without them... It's sort of the same thing like Ole Miss. They just they can't move the football like they want to. This is a team that relies heavily on their offensive production, as if any of you were watching that BYU-UVA uh, game where they just couldn't stop, stop sh- uh, scoring points. Um, but because of that injury, Notre Dame's starting to cook a little bit. They're starting to get into a rhythm. I like Notre Dame. Minus 5.5. And, and that's it. Those are some picks we're making. Those are some bets. Make sure you're following... At Trophy Kids Pod on both Instagram and Twitter um, to get the official card as it comes out. I just wanted to give some thoughts, give a little content, it's a real quick hitter today. Nothing crazy. Um, we'll be back in full force tomorrow. Hopefully, you checked out the NFL episode. That's a complete episode for the Trophy Kid Podcast. Um, and as always, peace. <laughs>